And now, it's time for the only show that doesn't care about ratings, Witness Radio, with your host, Ryan Muniak. Hey everybody, welcome to Witness Radio. We don't care about ratings because our sole purpose is to save souls. On purpose. For more episodes, go to witnesstalkradio.org or find us on Facebook. Today, we're at festivals in two different states, but we find some very similar answers. First, we talk with Robert, Matt, and Nick at an Irish festival in Ohio. Three teens that knew the answers, but probably don't know the Lord. What happens? You know, what is your belief? What happens when you die? I believe that you go to heaven. Okay. You also go to heaven. I can't really answer this question because I'm not really, like, sure what happens if you, like, die. I mean, it's like nobody knows until you, like, die. So two heavens and one I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. So, guys, how do you get to heaven? Do good in, uh, of your full life, like do just do good. I guess I don't. I also don't know. Just have to believe in your faith. Which faith? Like God. Which God? Christianity, the only God that we, the one God, the one true God. That that, that sounds a bit uh, inclusive, man. What what about like Muslims and, and Hindus? They have their own different beliefs, but beliefs, not reliefs. Um, beliefs, but I believe that I, myself, since I'm a Christian, will die and go to heaven and be with God eternally. Okay, so what happens to the people who aren't Christian, like you said? I have no idea. (laughs) But you're a Christian? Yeah. Shouldn't you know that? Wait, know what? Where people go, what happens to people if they're not Christian? What happens when they go when they're not Christian? Like, say say they're Muslim. Um, it depends on their religion, I guess. Okay, say I'm a Muslim. I believe in Allah. What happens to me if I don't believe in Christianity? Do, do I still go to heaven? Um, I have no idea. Allah's well, another name for God for them, so I guess they would go to heaven. Because Allah's uh, their version of God. I'm, that, I'm just guessing on that, but I'm pretty sure. Okay, I'm going to add to that. What about uh, Hindus? Who, you know, they believe in millions of gods. I guess they go to their own, like, their own type of heaven with their with all of their gods. I'm, I don't know fully on that. So, do you guys think that there's, that there's, only one way to get to heaven or do you think you know pretty much everybody can get to heaven their own way i think i think there you can get to heaven your own way i'm guessing but really the way i believe is i don't forget about god don't lose him just always believe in him no matter which god just believe in him yeah what (laughs) (laughs) pay attention uh so Excuse me. Uh, can pretty much uh, whatever you believe, you know, as long as you believe in a God, you're you're going to heaven. You know, d- there's not one single way to get there. It's however you want to get there, you can get there. Just believe in a God. Yes, I believe in that. Okay. 
Okay. And what about you, man? You're Mr. I don't know. So do you have anything based on that question? I mean, like, I guess anybody can get to, like, heaven more, like, depending on... I feel like God or whoever's watching over us will accept us, like, no matter what we believe in. And he shouldn't shouldn't really, like, condemn us to, I don't know, just not accept us into heaven just because we believed in something different and they should he should accept us like however we are and so everybody should get into heaven yeah i feel like what about hitler um eh, no i mean like as long as you don't do anything like morally wrong i feel like okay what what's a good example of something that's morally wrong like as you said like hitler killing jews and people who like don't accept other people more like like, you should accept anybody for who you are. Like. So, I'm going to ask another question here. We're going to get a little deeper. You got a few more minutes for me? All right. This question, it's going to be deep. All right, you ready for it? What is two plus two? Four. 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 What if I said it was 976? Would I be right or would I be wrong? Be wrong. No, you wouldn't be right. You wouldn't be right. Uh, you'd be wrong. Well, that sounds kind of uh, judgmental. I mean, couldn't couldn't my belief be right in in my world? Or why why does it only have to be four? I mean, couldn't everybody have their own belief of four? I I guess. I mean, I'm just following what my math teacher taught me. <laughs> I'm also following what my past math teachers have taught me. I feel like the way we know it in the world today, it's wrong, but however you want to believe it, I guess that's right. Okay. Guys, stop it. Four is four, or two plus two is four. Tell me I'm wrong. Don't, don't, don't waver on that. You guys know what the truth is. I could give you any, any number under the sun, you know, outside of four, and I would be wrong. It's just plain and simple truth, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's simple. Two plus two equals four. It always equals four. No matter what your belief is, your belief could be, uh, you could believe wrongly. You know, just because you believe something does not make it true. Okay? And now, going back to the other questions, it's the same way with religion, with getting into heaven. You know, just because... Uh, different people believe in different things that does not make it right so now we need to know which one is the right one if there's many different wrong answers out there there's got to be one true answer unless they all coincide someone's going to be wrong because there's contradictions in the different religions okay so let's see we got the Islamic faith, we got the Hindu faith, Buddhist faith, millions of other faiths. There's one thing that they all have in common, okay? And that is you have to do something to get into heaven. You got to do good works. You got to be a good person, basically. And hopefully, the God of whichever religion you choose will, hopefully, he will let you into heaven when you die. That, that's all the world religions summed up in a nutshell. Except for one. There's one that is totally different. And that is the one that says all the others are wrong. That one is Christianity. 
It says that there is only one way to get to heaven, and you can't do anything about it. I'm going to take you guys through a quick test, okay? You guys think you're good people? Yeah. 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 All right. Three questions. Have you ever told a lie? Yes. Yep. Yeah. What do you call someone who lies? A liar. 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 Have you ever stolen anything? Yes. Yep. Yeah. And have you got, let's see, uh, he kind of threw me off there. Uh, So you guys have admitted to stealing. What do you call someone who steals? A thief. There you go. Stealer. No, those are the guys in Pittsburgh. He had it right. Uh, (laughs) That was good, though. Thanks for that. All right. Last one. The Bible says, do not commit adultery. But Jesus took it a step further. He's looking at your thought life. He says, whoever looks with lust has committed adultery already in his heart. Have you guys ever looked with lust or like a sexual desire? Not just a, hey, that's an attractive lady over there. You guys know what I'm talking about. The, the not so nice looking at a lady, right? Have you commit? Have you ever lusted after a woman? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Guys, I just took you through three of the Ten Commandments. God's moral standard, like you were talking about morals, his moral standard of goodness. And you've failed on all three counts. You've admitted to me that you're lying, thieving, adulterers at heart, guys. That's not good. You you failed the good person test. So let me let me let me bring this out to you. If God were to judge you based on that standard, do you think you would be innocent or guilty? I'm guessing guilty. Guilty. I'd be guilty. If God judged you on that standard, knowing you'd be guilty, do you think God would let you into heaven, or do you think He would send you to hell? I think He still let us back into heaven. Hell, hell. I feel like God would send us to heaven because He forgives anybody. And I thought you didn't have any beliefs. I mean, I have belief in like that. There's somebody out there. Like I'm not really sure who it is, but I'm just messing with the man. Okay. So, we've got heaven, hell, and I think hell. Or, I think heaven, right? Okay. So, the Bible says all liars will have their part in the lake of fire. That's hell. It says no thief will inherit the kingdom of God. That's heaven. And it says uh, the sexually immoral and adulterers will go to hell. That's horrible. That, that, that's what the Bible says. I mean, it's plain and simple truth right there. So, guys, you're 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 in danger right now, and I'm out here trying to warn you. Okay, the Bible says that if you were to die today, you could end up in hell. But there is a way to escape hell, and I think you know what it is. I hope you know what it is. You say you're a Christian. You better know what it is. So. What did God do for us so that we could escape hell and go to heaven? Reconciliation. Okay. Explain it. What did he do? What do you mean? Like, what did he do during reconciliation? What did he do? Oh, look, look at this, man. I thought you were the Christian. Look at that. You're right. God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to this earth. He was born of a virgin. He was 100% God and 100% man. 
He lived a perfect, sinless life. Never lied, never stole, never looked with lust. And even though he was perfect, he died on the cross, hung there by his hands and feet being pierced. Not because he deserved it, but because you deserve it. And because I deserve it. Okay? The Bible says the wages of sin is death. Sin is breaking God's law. Lying, stealing, looking with lust. We're all guilty. Everyone. And we all deserve to go to hell. But God loves us so much that he sent his son to die on the cross for us. And then he rose three days later, defeating hell. He broke the, broke the gates of hell wide open, man. Okay? He offers each of us an opportunity to, to be freed from hell, from that destiny. But the offer is only good while you're here on this earth. Once you die, that's it. says it's appointed for man once to die, and after that comes judgment. But Jesus said, <clears throat> excuse me, Jesus said that we need to repent and believe the gospel. That's how we can uh, get that gift that he paid for. Repent means to turn away from your sin. And believe the gospel means to put your trust in Jesus and what he did on the cross. Now guys, I'm trying to end things up quickly because we're running out of time. But I encourage you all to go to the Bible. Pull, uh, grab the book of John, okay? It's 21 chapters. Challenge for you. 21 chapters, 21 days. All right? It's not long. See what it says. Make sure that I'm not a liar, okay? Don't believe what I'm saying. Believe what the Bible says. And the Bible also said this. Jesus said this. He said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father who is in heaven. No one comes to the Father except through me. Okay? That means it's the only way to heaven. All the other ways don't get you there. Okay? So, what, what, did, I do, what did Jesus say you have to do to be saved? What did he say you had to do to inherit eternal life? Believe in, believe in God. Just wait. I read the Bible. So I have faith. Believe in God. Close. Remember, repent. Do a 180, right? No longer desire to go for the sin. Desire to do what God wants you to do. And put your trust in Jesus Christ. Don't just believe in him like you believe in a fairy tale. Put your trust in him and trust your life to him because he was willing to die for your life. Okay? He was willing to die for everything you've ever done. Everything you every sin you've ever committed, even the ones you don't think anyone knows about. God knows about them and Jesus died for them. And he's willing to forgive you for all those sins, lying, stealing, looking with lust. He's willing to forgive you all of it. But you need to repent and put your trust in Jesus and him alone. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So guys, last question for you. <clears throat> Knowing that it is appointed for man once to die and after that comes judgment, when do you think you'll get right with God? When do you think you'll do what I, what I just said you should do? Probably next time I, I have free time, I guess. Just don't do it again. Don't do what again? Don't, like, steal or do anything. Just try and, like, back away from it. Repent and? Repent, yeah. Okay. When do you think you're going to do that? 
right after you're done talking <laughs> to me. What about you? Kind of like peel over time, just progress, I guess, as you go through your life. Well, guys, thank you for talking to me. One, one quick statistic for you. I don't know if you know this. 160,000 people die every day. That's two people every second. We've been talking for about 16 minutes. That's a lot of people died in that amount of time. You guys don't know when, when, you're, when your second's up, do you? No. Nope. Not a clue. I encourage you guys, get right with God right away, before it's too late, okay? There's nothing more important. I don't want you guys to go to hell. I don't want you to, to burn forever, okay? God saved me, and he can save you guys too. But you need to repent, turn away from your sins, and put your trust in him. Ratings. We don't need no stupid ratings. You're listening to Witness Radio with Ryan Muriak. <coughs> but we like Ryan. <coughs> we do. Just go to witnesstalkradio.org. Next up, we head over to Indiana and chat with Shandy and Nate, a nice married couple that may be unequally yoked. So we're asking people the million-dollar question. You, you just got a million-dollar bill, right? The million-dollar question is, what happens after you die? What, what do you guys think? I believe you go to the gates of heaven and you meet Jesus Christ. Okay, and what about you, sir? Silent in the grave to the second coming of Jesus. Alrighty. So does everybody get to go to heaven? Not everybody, no. Okay, who, who doesn't go to heaven? Um, people that truly don't believe in the Lord and ask for His uh, forgiveness for anything they've done. Okay, so like those who haven't been saved. Yeah. So now, what what do you mean by saved? What what, what are we being saved from? Acceptance, is, uh, more or less acceptance, and having the Lord in your life as your Savior. But, but you said saved. Uh, that that implies we got to be saved from something. What what are we being saved from? Uh, that ourselves. <laughs> from ourselves. Okay. So like, are are you about to like? Murder yourself or something, or no, uh, no, gotta explain this to me. Um, there's always the temptation of sin, and you know sometimes we slip up, or when we're younger, don't know no better. So yeah, it's kind of our own demons more than anything, you know. So now you mentioned the word sin and slipping up and everything. Do you have any examples for me of, of what a sin might be? Stealing, okay. greed, gluttony. Um, taking advantage of those who um, you shouldn't take advantage of. Uh, where do you uh, where do you get your your standard from? We are a member of Grace Church of the Valley. Um, we are a firm believer in Jesus Christ. Um, we say our praise at dinner. We thank the Lord for everything that he gives us in our life. Uh, for Christians, for the church, you guys you guys read the Bible, right? That, that's your, like, holy book? Yeah. Okay. So how often do you guys read your Bibles? Uh, daily. Uh, I kind of slack. I'm, I'm busy. Um, I don't want to say I'm too busy for the Lord. I don't need the Bible to 
talk to the Lord, but I'd say maybe once a month. If she she's always had a hard time understanding. Um, and what, God rest her soul, my mom bought her a Bible that kind of explained everything to her. Um, so she's always been more of a, you know, go to church and, and hear the pastor. And, you know, like she's got questions she'll ask me about. Not so much reading the Bible, but understanding it. Makes more sense to me that way. Well, that, that's good that you're asking questions, you know, to, to help you understand. Uh, but, you know, I want to encourage you to read your Bible every day like, like he does. Yeah. You know, uh, the Bible has been called the uh, instruction manual for life. You know, when we pray, we're talking to God. But when we want God to talk to us, it's through his word that he talks to us. So if we're not reading his word, we don't know what he wants of us, right? Right. So, uh, you know, I was asking you before, uh, how does someone get to heaven? And you guys seem to be uh, struggling a little bit with, with a nice, clear answer. And if you have two minutes, I want to share with you how I would uh, go about that same question. Okay? All right. So what I do is I do law to the proud and grace to the humble. Now, most people, if you say, uh, how do you get to heaven? They say, you got to be a good person. Well, if you take them through what I call the good person test, uh, you can test them and you can help them to see that they're not good enough to get to heaven. Because the Bible says there are none good. No, not one, right? So what I use is God's standard, the Ten Commandments. So I go through a couple of commandments like lying. You know, I'll ask them, how many lies do you think you've told in your whole life? You know, and I'll... Too many. There you go. So what do you call someone who tells lies? A liar. Right. Next one, I'll, I'll do like stealing. What, what do you... Have you ever stolen something before? Honestly, no. Never even something small? Nope. Okay. I have any reason to steal. Okay, well, that's good. Okay. If I, if I want something, I'll ask for it. If it's something that I can't afford, then obviously it wasn't something that I should have. I've never stolen anything in my lifetime. Well, that's good. That's very good. You know, not many people can say that. Um, you know, a lot of people don't even realize they've stolen, you know, like... Uh, answers for a test, you know, that's stealing. Or uh, slacking off at work, that's stealing time from your employer. You know, a lot of people don't think about those things. One more for you. Uh, have you ever used God's name as a curse word before? Um, absolutely. And see, now, you haven't? Well, that's called blasphemy. That's a very serious offense yeah, in the eyes of God. I say the GD word a lot when I get upset. and Yeah, he does get on me about that, yes. Now, is this your, your husband? Okay. Now, how would you feel if I were to start using Nate's name like a curse word? Just running it through the mud. Oh, that no good, dirty Nate. Uh, that son of a Nate. I mean, would that make you upset? Well, absolutely, and it upsets me that I that I even said it. But sometimes it just slips, and then when it slips, it's too late. You know, I've already said it, and of course he gets on me about it. You know, don't say that. Don't use God's name in vain. And you know, I was brought up from a family that does use God's name in vain, and it's just something that 
I have to break myself a habit of doing. We've been together for 22 years, and it's been a learning journey all the way. Yeah. I mean, if you, these are our wedding rings. Oh wow! Okay, his wedding ring has uh, the uh, God's prayer. That's right. Uh, Matthew nine, no Matthew five. It's in Matthew. It's verses 9 through 15. I just don't remember the chapter. But those are really nice. Those look really cool. So, you, you know how severe that that is, using God's name in vain. Yeah. I mean, you, you probably started getting a little angry with me when I was using your husband's name in vain. And how much more should we be upset when God's name is used right. like a curse I'm word? I'm wrong for doing it. Right. I totally admit I am. Okay. And, you know... I, when I say it, I apologize to the Lord. I'm, I'm like, please forgive me, Lord, for for using your name in vain. It just slipped. There's no excuse for it. But yeah, I, I try. I try my hardest not to say it. Well, that's good. But we also have to remember that if there's no change, even a start of change, then is there really? Are, are we really sorry for doing it? It's definitely a start of change because I don't say it half as much as I used to. That is good. That is good. I tell you, what, I just wanted to add something. Something I've learned over the years and picked up that I use a lot uh, to practice the word of the Lord is you know believing in the Lord is taking your problems to God is in prayer, but faith in the Lord is leaving them there. That's very nice. I like that. Um, but let me get back to what I was doing with you guys. I was showing you how I share my faith with people. You know, so I take them through a couple of God's laws, and then I share I share with them some Bible verses. It says all liars will have their part in the lake which burns with fire and sulfur. It says no thief will inherit the kingdom of God, and it says God will not hold you guiltless for taking His name in vain. That's very serious. That's horrible. That that means that if God were to judge you today and you're guilty of those, you would go to hell. You wouldn't go to heaven. And that's, that's horrible news. And then I ask, would that does it concern you that if you died today and faced God that you would go to hell? Does it concern you? You know? And, you know, hopefully they say yes. Because... Once they say yes, I know that they've been humbled by the law. That's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to show us our need for a Savior, our need to be saved, like you were saying. And then I'll share the good news with them, that Jesus died on the cross and rose again on the third day, not because he deserved to die, but because we deserve it. We deserve to go to hell because we've all sinned. But Jesus paid our fine with his blood. And if... We are willing to repent, turn away from our sin, not just say sorry, not just confess to a priest or something like that, but to turn away from it, like doing a white lady and putting our... It's a way of living. It's not just, hey, I'm sorry. It's a way of living. It's in everything you do. Everything you do. And we also need to put our trust in Jesus. You know, not just believe that he was a real guy, but entrust your life to him like you would trust a parachute. Right. That's what I meant by what I was telling you before, leaving your problems there. So, yeah. I hate to cut you short, but uh, I'm I'm all done, man. So, let me get your names one more time. Nathan. Sandy. Thank you guys so much for talking to me on Witness Radio. 
2 Corinthians 6, 14 and 15 says, Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? What accord has Christ with Belial? Or what portion does a believer share with an unbeliever? If you are considering marriage with an unbeliever, I encourage you to call it off or postpone the wedding until your prospective spouse has been saved. On the other hand, if you are already married, 1 Corinthians 7, 12 and 13 says, If any brother has a wife who is an unbeliever and she consents to live with him, he should not divorce her. If any woman has a husband who is an unbeliever and he consents to live with her, she should not divorce him. Well, that's it for this week. Don't forget, I'm currently teaching the Way of the Master Intermediate Training Course on Wednesdays at Hyde Park Baptist Church. If you want to learn more about biblical evangelism, I encourage you to join us. Thanks for listening, and until next time, the fields are ripe for the harvest. So what are you waiting for? Get out there and share your faith. May God bless you.